Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One of the product lines that I represented was a homeopathic line out of Germany created by a doctor over there that had a very interesting indication and it had the ability to sort of go in and change one's thinking, really. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. You already know what to do. Drop a comment, drop a comment below, your favorite emoji, doesn't really matter. All of that kind of stuff helps boost us in the algorithm. If you guys are watching during, during the uh, the premiere, actually, I've been scheduling these out as a live, like a pre-recorded live. So they're showing up on my live tab lately on, on YouTube. But if you're joining during the live, the quote unquote live, sound off in the comments. Sometimes I'm in there while I'm editing videos and stuff like that. That helps boost the, the algorithm as well. It tells YouTube that there's engagement. So they send it to more, more guys, right? More, more, more guys that we can help. So do that. If you guys want to send super chats, you can send a super chat during these pre-records, but um, I can't show them on the screen. That's the only problem. But if you ever do, occasionally that happens. I'll take a screenshot of it because I do get notifications of it. And then I'll share that on social media. Speaking of social media, follow me on all the platforms. The links are in the description. Get on my email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I will give you a PDF with 20 free dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. Like how many times have you matched with a chick? You go to open her and then you never hear anything again, right? A lot of the times it's because you guys are opening with very boring generic openers and women are just trying to filter out their options, right? So you gotta, you really gotta capture her attention. Once you match with her, you have to capture her attention or else it's just gonna go to nowhere. So get on the email list. I'll give you that PDF for free immediately. And then as a bonus, I'll also mail you some of these free stickers. I also have rule zero stickers available as well. Check out my Practical Law of Attraction course. It's a mindset course. You can get that at loa.comeonmanpod.com. Uh, a lot of what we're going to be talking about today is mindset, about changing your mindset. Basically, my guest today has sort of a liquid trauma release, which is kind of an interesting concept. Uh, but we also talk about the law of attraction a, a little bit as well, because a lot of this is reprogramming self-limiting beliefs, uh, because a lot of what what's holding you back is in your subconscious, right? So my course will teach you how to get rid of some of that stuff. Um, so check that out. The link's in the description for that, loa.comeonmanpod.com. Check out the beer club. The next beer club meetup is going to be September 28th. September 28th, guys. It's only 10 bucks a month. It's a good group of like-minded dudes. Like-minded dudes, we just get together, talk about guy stuff. So check that out, beer.comeonmanpod.com. And then if you want any kind of coaching, coaching's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. 
Uh, all my offerings are there. I moved everything over to Gumroad. I got, got off Patreon. I like Gumroad. Gumroad's uh, much easier to use. And uh, if you go there, I have two coaching options. Plus, if you just have a question that I can answer in a video, there's an option for that as well. It's very affordable. Let me tell you about my guest today. My guest today is Nick Franson. He's a licensed acupuncturist and functional medicine specialist. He's a U.S. distributor of basically what I uh, what uh, comes across as a liquid trauma release uh, substance called Ruby Med. It's pretty fascinating, kind of an interesting concept. Uh, we get into that. We talk about you know subconscious relief, subconscious traumas, and how his I guess it's uh, it's sort of it's not really a medicine, right? It's like an alternative medicine. Maybe uh, I guess it's it's a supplement. Maybe you can call it a supplement. Uh, but it's a it's it's a tool that actually helps you. You take it over a period of a few months, and you start having dreams that helps bubble your your uh, you know underlying traumas to the surface, so that you can actually deal with them. So check that out. Um, and then before I bring you that conversation with Nick, let me play a commercial for our beer club. Here's a harsh truth that everybody gets upset about online when I say it. They get upset because of their ego investment into the fairy tale idea of love and partnership. They get upset because of their ego investment into the idea that their woman is their best friend, their confidant, and they think that love will conquer all and that their woman will be there through thick and thin. The truth is that as a man, your woman is hardwired biologically and psychologically to want you to be her rock. It doesn't work the other way around. Women do not care about your struggles as a man. They may think they care. They may even want to care, but her evolutionary DNA will not let her care. If you bring her your problems, she will lose attraction for you over time and she will leave. Now, whenever I talk about this, people lose their minds and start talking about men unaliving themselves. The faster that men learn that women don't care about our struggles, the faster we'll save the lives of men. Men off themselves because of their own ego investments in the Disney fairy tale lie. And when that fairy tale goes up in flames, they get zeroed out and they end things. Men do need a proper outlet for dealing with their problems, but going to their woman isn't the answer. Men need a tribe, they need a brotherhood. That's why I created my beer club. It's a monthly virtual hangout for men only. It's a place where men can be men. It's a place where men can talk about guy stuff without having to worry about offending women. It's a place where they can go without having to worry about being called toxically masculine. It's a place where they can go to solve their problems. Because men solve problems, women cause problems, you dig? Visit beer.comeonmanpod.com. That's beer.comeonmanpod.com to sign up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, joining me on the podcast this week is Nick Franson, a licensed acupuncturist and functional medicine specialist. He is the U.S. distributor of something I've never really heard of until recently called Ruby Med that comes from Switzerland and is and apparently changes how you think. Is that right, Nick? You got it. Okay. 
That's that's fascinating. So so you're a licensed acupuncturist. What what made you originally going back to to getting into that? What made you decide to get into acupuncture uh, in the first place? Well, first of all, thanks, Paul, for allowing me to come on. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Uh, it was probably about 15 years ago when my, actually, I can give you a, probably 16, 17 years ago when my first son was born. And all of us that have had kids know what it's like when that first kid is born and you got all these great dreams for him and, you know, all the sports you're going to play, all the fun stuff you're going to do. Uh, age two, he got one vaccination. He got an MMR. Within two weeks, he lost all his eye can contact wouldn't answer to his name. He lost whatever speech he had and he just disappeared. Uh, he became, uh, was later diagnosed with autism. Uh, my wife at the time, I'm divorced now, she took him to a developmental pediatrician and he said, your son's got autism. Uh, he's never gonna walk, he's never gonna talk, he's gonna be violent when he gets older and you're gonna have to put him in an institution. So here's some depression medication for you and some other medication for him. So that was kind of the first avenue of um, things aren't right in the world. Uh, and what am I going to do about it? So that led me into a, a scenario where I was looking at natural treatments to try to help my son. Eventually got a license as an acupuncturist while I was working, doing some different things. And that's kind of where I am today. Gotcha. Wow. So so you believe that the MMR vaccine was a, a major catalyst for that? Well, I think that's probably a good way to put it as a major catalyst. If vaccine caused vaccines cause autism, then everyone that had a vaccine would be autistic. And we know that that's not true. It seems like there are certain individuals uh, when they come into this world, maybe a high toxic load from the mother. 90% of the mother's toxicity is, is dumped into the first child. Um, you know, could be genetics from dad, could be genetics from mom. There's, there's a lot of factors and we don't know exactly what they are that predispose one to having a reaction to a vaccine. There could be problems with the vaccines themselves. That's another issue as well. We don't really know. We, we have to be real careful with that on YouTube because, you know, I for, get you. For the powers that be won't let you, you know, <laughs> go against the mainstream narrative that vaccines are the best thing since sliced bread, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. The, the idea of a vaccine is very novel and wonderful and could have a tremendous amount of power. It just doesn't seem like many of those are. Uh, that's how things are working these days. And we don't need to spend a lot of time on this. Yeah, 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 no problem. So, uh, but going to the the whole idea of alternative medicines, right? There's a there's a lot of skepticism around alternative medicines like acupuncture, like acupuncture, but it's it's been around for like thousands of years. People use it effectively. There has to be something to it, right? Like, what's the main idea with acupuncture? Yeah, so let's we can look at two different things when it looks at when we look at Chinese medicine. Acupuncture, of course, has been around for thousands of years. Um, we know now that it is not uh, a lot of people thought, well, you're hitting nerve points, and those nerve points are causing different things to happen. But there's a lot of acupuncture bundles that are not situated on nerve bundle centers. In fact, there's no nerves around. And so what I was in China for a little while, and a lot of the information that they talked about was it seems to tap into what's called the fascial network. So what is fascia? You know, we're guys, a lot of us have hunted and fished and, you know, we've cooked meat and things like that. You know, when we, when you see a, an animal, 
um, that maybe has just been hunted. It has it kind of a, and it's been skinned. It has a white kind of layering over it, right? Yeah. That's the fascia. And that fascia can exist at the very edge of the skin. And it also weaves its way through muscle fibers and down in towards the bone. And from that research that I saw in China, it looked like they were fairly confident that it was the fascial network that is what acupuncture was really relying on to send signals, make changes, and heal the body. Interesting. So, so the fa fascia has its own like nerve system, like not nerve system, but like, messaging system, system. Yeah, yeah, that's it's right. Own little system. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's fascinating. No yeah, idea. That's, that's <laughs> why you can you can take an, an acupuncture needle and insert it, a you know, a half an inch, and still be able to tap that network and create and affect something a headache by putting something in the hand or putting mm. something in the foot because there's a whole network that's that's kind of put together there. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay. So, so how does one go from acupuncture to distributing something like Ruby Med? So it's a great question. When I was in acupuncture school, um, I was working at the time and uh, I actually started out working for a pharmaceutical company. I used to work for Pfizer. Actually, this was 20 years ago. And I had quit that job and had gotten into the naturopathic realm. And I was working for a company out of Germany. And I was in charge of training medical doctors and naturopaths and acupuncturists, chiropractors here in the U.S. how to how to inject certain remedies and how to do use these different natural substances. And one of the product lines that I represented was a homeopathic line out of Germany created by a doctor over there that had a very interesting indication. And it was had the ability to sort of go in and change one's thinking, really. Um, mm. And I didn't believe it at first, but uh, the method's been around for 25 years. It's got 11 clinical studies, uh, about eight books written about it, 300 articles. And it really has a profound effect on an individual and uh, in how they think, how they're dealing with life. Someone who's been through a, a, a trauma, for example, maybe they went through a divorce, bad breakup or abuse as a child. A lot of these things are hard for guys to get over because, you know, we don't typically want to go see a therapist, you know, guys don't, you know, that's one thing that uh, I, I talk a lot about is how for men, a lot of times going to a therapist isn't the best solution because a lot of times you go to a therapist and you sort of talk through your feelings and, you know, get in touch with, with your feelings and stuff like that. And, and, and largely, that's how women typically uh, right. <laughs> deal with their problems, right? Like getting into talking, talking it out and stuff. But for men, men tend to do better with, uh, you know, some kind of action, taking some kind of action. That's why I, I, I usually recommend that they work with a coach, you know, and then in studies show too, like just going to the gym does much better for a man, man's mental health than going and seeing a therapist, you know, just doing something very physical like that. So, you know, so that, yeah, that, that, that sort of makes sense. That sort of makes sense. Right. And, uh, it, it, I mean, I, I, therapists are great. I don't have anything against them. It's just that I think of myself and, and other men, we typically don't want to go talk about our problems, you know, let's give us something to punch or hit or kick or lift or, <laughs> or yeah. something that goes fast. And that just kind of is the way that we operate. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that may not be the best. That may not be the way to really heal from something. And so 
this method is very attractive because it doesn't force you to go talk to somebody, but it seems to have the ability to kind of go in and root out some of these subconscious belief patterns that we have about ourselves that really run our lives way more than we think. Um, let me give you just a quick example. If you got, if I can do that here, we got all the time in the world. Yeah. We look at Lance Armstrong. Mm -hmm. So you, you and I were, you know, about the same, same age. And, you know, we know the story of Lance Armstrong, his rise and his fall. Mm -hmm. Right. And here's a guy who was on top of the world. He was crushing it and everything he was doing. And then, of course, we find out that he's been been doping and having all these sort of, you know, other issues. If you get a little deeper into Lance's life, you can see some things that start that were kind of a red flag. Number one his dad left him. Biological dad left him when he was a kid. His stepdad came in. And his stepdad's mentality was to win at all costs and losing was not an option. And really in the younger years pushed Lance so hard that Lance said often it was the anger that he had that drove some of this incessant drive that made him who he was as a champion, right? Um, and we also see later on in Lance's life during the whole doping scandal that started to come out, we saw him where he would threaten his teammates. You know, if you don't do this, we're not all going to win. And if you expose us, we're all going to fall. And this sort of manipulative, you know, sort of behavior that was really, really showed that deep down Lance had some psychological underpinnings some beliefs of who he was and what he needed to accomplish to be successful, to think of himself as a person that really wasn't right, that was actually harmful. Now, these, I'm not saying that these particular natural remedies could have broke him of all his, his barriers, right? But typically, we can see some major changes when one takes these remedies, they don't have to go see a therapist. I mean, if you want to, of course, good way to talk these things out. But you do seem to be able to work through some, it brings things up that you normally would not have thought was a problem. Okay. So how does it work? I mean, is it is it kind of like microdosing on mushrooms or, you know, like, like an ayahuasca ceremony, you'd sort of go on this sort of Right. mind trip or, <laughs> right. or what? So we're attuned uh, these days to think if we want to get to a higher spiritual level, we've got to do some sort of uh, cosmic psychedelic mushroom or a, a root. Homeopathic remedies, homeopathy has been around for about 300 years. Um, 1890, I believe, 1790, one of those. It was really derived by a, a medical doctor who was the professor at a medical college. And what he would do is he found out that he could take certain substances, anything really he could take insects, he could take uh, plant roots, he could take tissue. And if he diluted those versions of those substances down, basically to a point where the physical substance was no longer measurable, it would have a very uh, profound effect on the body. And if you diluted it even further, it would have an effect on the mind. So there's lots of experiences. Uh, it's been around for hundreds of years. 
but homeopathic remedies are the diluted versions of all kinds of different substances. Some of our homeopathic remedies have uh, tarantula in them, highly diluted, like 800 times. Yeah, as 800 times dilution. So there's no real tarantula in it, but the tarantula has a certain energetic something that can can cause healing. And so it's actually a remedy in our what we call our materia medica. What what does uh tarantula is supposed to heal? Do you, off the top of your head, do you know? Uh, I'd have to do a little bit digger, deeper digging into okay. it and find out exactly what specific things it can do. It's well published. It's uh, approved by the U.S., which is by the FDA, in fact. Mm -hmm. um, it was grandfathered in, uh, these homeopathic substances. So they're all approved. All our remedies are approved in, and made an FDA-approved facility. They've all registered with the FDA, so they're 100% legal. They're not going to... You're not going to get poisoned by them. Yeah. But all these different uh, roots, leaves, um, tissues can have an effect in healing an individual. Okay. Okay. That's fascinating. Yeah, I know. I man, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of the the TV series Longmire. Uh, it was a it was on for a while on like A and E. And then they moved to Netflix and it was a good, it was a great show because it was very much like where I grew, where I live right now. Right. Like very small town sheriff, you know, and it's go, we're going off on a side tangent here, but uh, there was a, there was an episode where there was poachers and they were poaching deer because they wanted the deer antlers because they were selling the deer antlers to China because China was grinding up the deer antlers and putting them in some kind of homeopathic medicine i don't i can't remember what it was supposed to fix but well funny you say that actually um deer antler specific and rhino horn uh-huh uh, the horn of orion they are uh mainly used for erectile dysfunction and sexual stimulation okay. for men that would explain why it's so important <laughs> that, right that, that they, right. They, they get some of that <laughs> that's a traditional chinese remedy it's been around for a long 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 time In fact, got it got it. it all right if you wanted a quick story, I had a, yeah. I had a teacher and she said, yeah, my dad, she was from China and she says, my dad had a, uh, he kept a concoction. It was deer horn. It's, it's the velvet really is what they're after. Mm. Right. And he had it in this, in this jar up on his, on his, on his shelf and had a bunch of other things in it. And it was his sexual tonic. And she said he would take a dose of it every couple months. And it was just kind of a known thing that that's, that's what it does. Yeah. But that's, that's the same thing with rhino <laughs> horn. That's why they're, they kill okay. all these rhinos is because it's a, uh, it's a sexual thing. She's like, oh, old, old granddad likes to get frisky every, every now and then <laughs> he has this jar. Okay. So, okay. So, um, all right. So it's not like, it's not like microdosing on mushrooms or whatever. So my next question was going back to Lance Armstrong. Like if Lance Armstrong took Ruby med, like would he get popped on a, on a, on a, a dope test or is it totally, oh, no. totally no, cool. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the substances, think about this for a second for summary. I mean, we can go into the science if we wanted, but it's probably not necessary. If I go out into my yard and I pull, pull a, a limb off a tree, Okay, or a little leaf. I'm going to put it in a little bottle of water and alcohol and I'm going to let it sit. Then I'm going to reach in. I'm going to take one drop out of that, put that into a clean bottle of water, take one drop out of that, put that in another clean bottle. That's a dilution. 
And what I would do that 10 times, we would call that a 10X. Like if you look at the nutritional supplements, you might see this is a root diluted to 3X. Mm. 3X means there's probably still a lot of solution in it. But once you start getting over 7X, 10X, 100X, 1000X, that's like saying I took one drop and diluted it to the size of the ocean. Okay. Mm. Okay. So it's very, very <clears throat> diluted. But based on some of the science, their electromagnetics that are still associated and captured in those in those uh, remedies. And that's a way that it works with the body to stimulate healing. Got it. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, so it looks like it's supposed to help at the subconscious level then to sort of reprogram limited thoughts and other issues. And I, I mentioned to you before we started here, but uh, I, I have a I have a practical law of attraction course that's uh, it's, it's, it's really broken down into the psychology of it, you know, and, and it teaches stuff like visualization, affirmations, et cetera. But one of your, your one sheet says that that may not be effective enough at breaking deeper negative subconscious patterns. So, so how does your product do that more effectively? Right. So the first thing I want to say is everything you're teaching is great and you should keep doing it. What I tell people this is bring everything that you've got, bring everything that you're doing and see if I can't add to it. See mm -hmm. if I can, if I can't take you to the next level. All right. And if I can push you into an area where you haven't been. So uh, I'll give you an example for myself. When I first started these um, years ago, it was over a decade ago, uh, there's a little testing procedure that's involved and the woman was testing me and she says, okay, you have you're going to go on two remedies that have to deal with the theme of isolation. So I grew up on a potato farm in Idaho, a small town. I mean, I have great parents. I had good siblings. I had a great upbringing. I mean, we didn't get into a lot of trouble except for steal stop signs and maybe kiss too many girls. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so it, I had a really good Not much upbringing. else to do out here. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I'm not really that isolated of a person, but let me have the remedy. So uh, the first about two weeks in, I had one of the major side effects you get with these is vivid dreaming. And I had a dream one night and it was almost as if it was an old memory. And I saw myself, I was like, maybe, maybe 11, 12, walking out on the playground, go play on the uh, baseball with some of my buddies. And two of my friends started making fun of me. And it was almost as if I was right there, right? I saw myself turn around and go over to the monkey bars and go play with somebody else. And I woke up and it was, it was shocking to me because I probably had not thought about that incident since it had actually happened. And then over the ensuing months, but I was on this particular combination for three months. So, so this therapy is not like a take it and you're fixed sort of thing, right? It takes yeah. a while to unravel some of the stuff we've been dealing with for decades. Most of, most of this stuff does. Yeah. Right. Right. So we recommend people go on it for a year. They can make significant progress in a year, but over the ensuing months, I began to have new thoughts like, you know what? Maybe I do isolate myself, right? When something doesn't go the way I want, I just, I get in the car and drive away. Or maybe I just, I go into my office and I, you know, do what I want to do. It's the way, you know, it's us, way us guys kind of find a way to handle things. But it made me realize that there were some things that um, I wasn't aware of that 
may be affecting my relationships and could be something that might not be all that beneficial to me. So that's just one example, a personal example of what I went through. I mean, I have others from clients and patients that we treat, but it seems to have this ability to go in and root out some of this negative patterns of thinking that we may not really be aware of. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because that's a that's a big key. That's a big key of 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 reprogramming your your paradigm is is just being aware of what it is. And a lot of people have no idea. They're just like, well, I don't understand. Like, how would I change what I don't know? You know, and it's like what I always what I tell them is, uh, well, you have to look at your results and sort of re reverse engineer it. You know, why did you end up going choosing to do this instead of this? Well, because I thought this, ah, okay. That sort of, you know, lets us backtrack into that. Why, uh, why you're having these self-limiting beliefs. So this, uh, so it sounds like this, uh, it's a, is it a supplement? Would you call it a supplement? Would you call it? Yeah. A... We would okay. call it a supplement. The homeopathic remedy is essentially what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They so little, they come in little bottles, not yeah. very big. So, yeah. So it sounds like this sort of does the same thing. Does it always work? Uh, while you're while you're sleeping or do you like while you're daydreaming like you know how, yeah so okay. it's all it's always working but it seems like one of the biggest side effects is during that first month that you start a combination the dream sort of it's a way that this subconscious stuff sort of tries to escape mm -hmm. but it also continues to work you know during the day you just may not be aware of it right you could be you could may have a big push at the at the beginning of say a three month you, let's say I gave you a combination and I said, Hey, you're going to be on these for, you're going to be on these for three months. You may have a big push in the first couple of weeks where you're like, wow, there's some, I got some crazy dreams. I'm feeling a little anxious or I'm feeling a little tired. And then all of a sudden you'll be like, gosh, I don't think it's doing anything at all. Mm. And then maybe about month three, you realize, but I had a, I had a, a practitioner who, who I was speaking with and she said, I, I had a police officer. And he came to me after about three months and he said, uh, I was in the station and uh, the girls at the front desk out of nowhere said, hey, we don't know what you're doing, but we like you a whole lot better. So just keep doing whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Like you don't and, even realize it. Yeah. You're just all of a sudden not being a, a jerk to people. Maybe. It, I don't know. It, pushing them yeah, away. <laughs> exactly. So it has that ability to kind of change and do these sort of things. But it's like I said, it's not like, oh, it's, it's quick and it's done and it's over. It takes a while to kind of unform, to unwind these subconscious patterns. And we can talk a little bit more how those are formed if you want as well. Yeah, let's yeah, let's get into that. Because one of the things uh, I have here, too, is that, uh, you know, our subconscious programming causes maladies like migraines, sleep troubles, anxiety, chronic fatigue. And uh, I wanted to know like how your product helped with that. So we could talk about that and then also how we, we get those, that programming to begin with. Yeah. So those sort of things uh, we call psychosomatic illnesses where essentially someone's experiencing chronic fatigue, headaches, muscle pain, you know, whatever it might be, but you know, they've been to the doctor, right? They pulled, they got the blood test. They've done the MRI. They've taken a, they got a, Bucket, bucket full of supplements sitting in their cupboard like mm -hmm. we all do, right? But they just don't feel like something's going on. But they know deep down in the back of their head, you know, I had a rough childhood, you know, dad wasn't always nice to me. 
you know, or, or I went, everything was good until that breakup, mm -hmm. you know? And I was going to say breakup, too, I, I, when you go to a doctor about this stuff, if they'd run the test and they don't find anything, everything is stressed, right? Everything's just stress. Right. <laughs> it is. You just have stress, you know, take your, you know, take it easy. And yeah, that may be true, but what if the emotional weight of whatever experience that you've been, been through we like to separate in our medical world. Oh, you have a problem with your brain All right. or your, or your mind, you go see the psychiatrist or the neurologist, right? Oh, you got a problem with your, your kidneys, go see the nephrologist. But that's not how the body works. It's all together. They're all systems. They're all coherent An emotional experience, a traumatic divorce, a breakup, whatever it might be. I mean, that can have a profound effect on the physical body if you don't get through it. If you don't heal from it, you, you don't move through that, it will stay lodged as almost like an energetic parasite that drains its energy from your physical body. And all of a sudden you get injuries, you have different things happen. So we can't separate the emotional experiences and our physical health. They are one. And a lot of times, if you've done the work to say, Doc says, I'm fine. This guy says, I'm fine. No one can find anything wrong. you got to start thinking, you know, maybe this has, this happened right around that breakup or this happened right around, you know, that may have something to do with my childhood or whatever it might be. Those we would call psychosomatic illnesses. Psyche is the Greek for mind. Soma is the Greek for body where the mind and the body are together creating the problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, so that kind of stuff happens because of various traumas then, you know, and, and that could be as, as something as simple as a breakup and heartbreak uh, or our upbringing, you know, our parents are, you know, abusive maybe, or just, you know, maybe a, a, a lack of, uh, of, uh, support from your parents or something, something simple, something, uh, as simple as that. I'm going to give you a few different examples here. Okay. okay. Let's look at how do we film form these subconscious blocks or these beliefs. Okay. The first one, trauma. Mm -hmm. Abused as a kid. You know, dad, you could never please dad. Dad always wanted more out of you. He was never happy. And he pushed me to the end. I, you know, I, I was never good enough. Right. Um, could be a, a bad breakup. Someone he, he fell in love with and. And then she just smashed him, right? So traumatic events will create a circumstance in the mind where we begin to believe, oh, here's how the world runs. And here's how I have to protect myself in order to function well in the world, right? All women are bad. All women treat men the same. Could be a belief somebody has because maybe he's been rejected two or three different times. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a big, comment. I was going to say, that's a big thing that happens in the, in my, in the space. There's a lot of guys out there. We call them black pill doomers where they just, they've gotten burned either one time or, or a couple of times by different women. And now all women are trash, you know? And, right. and so a, a part of my, content at least my short form content on social media is to try to snap those guys out of that thinking come over to the podcast and let's talk about how no there's actually those there are trash women like let's let's 
let's be real here. There's trash men, right? Uh, but uh, there's also really great women out there. You know, you just have to be a better selector half the time. So, right. So that's that's exactly what we're talking about here. Is um, we develop a way of thinking that's harmful to us, and we maybe the the thing that makes us even really diff, even more difficult is um, let's say it happened in childhood, right? So by the time one's seven or eight or nine, I mean, there's a lot of implanted ideas about how you're supposed to fit in the world by your parents, by your teachers, whatever it might be. You could have a completely skewed view of what's best for you and it's stuck. It may never even occur to you that, oh, that's not how the I'm supposed to be or something of that nature, right? So Trauma is usually one of the biggest ways we form these subconscious patterns that are not in our best interest. I'll give you one other quick example. Uh, I had a friend and uh, it was actually a friend of my brother's and kind of a shy guy, right? He wasn't really that outgoing, found a girl he thought was the greatest and he proposed to her and she broke his heart and said no. And next thing you know, um, some other guy who was gay started telling him, well, you're probably gay. And he became gay. And for whatever reason, now he believes that he's gay. But if you look at this from the outside, he was probably just looking for some sort of support to make sense of how he was feeling, right? Mm -hmm. So that's just one example. Is he gay? He could very well be too, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, I was just sort of assumed like, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a firm believer that like attraction is not a choice. It, but I do think, man, there's there are with our, our society nowadays pushing a certain narrative. There are some people out there that are sort of leaning that way because it's the cool thing to do, you know? And it's like, now it's the socially cool thing. And so they're like, yeah, let's, let's experiment with that for a while. But, uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a whole other can of worms we could get into. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's probably, probably best we don't. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're 30 minutes in. No one, no one, no one's going to uh, cancel us after this, this about time. <laughs> YouTube's got an interesting, uh, they've got an interesting like policy where basically it's like anything after eight minutes, you're like relatively safe with, <laughs> a certain topic so but so, uh, but yeah we could get we we could change that subject so um so anyways um trauma is number one okay yeah the next thing we have to look at is learned behavior right mm -hmm. so stuff we picked up as a kid you know i had a i had a woman tell me uh she said i got on a scale i was a track runner and i got on a scale to do uh you know before a track meet and the coach said oh you're two pounds overweight. And for her, that caused, oh my gosh, I'm two pounds overweight. And that put her in a mindset. Now, some people could have said, you're crazy coach, whatever, right? This is where we accept a, a teaching or a belief about ourselves, and we run with it, whether it's true or not. And she went into this, a 10 years of binging, anorexia, eating disorders, destroyed her whole mouthful of cavities from bulimia and, you know, uh, vomiting all the time. Wow. Over two pounds. Right. Yeah. So it was enough just to, just to an idea, right? It was an idea that she could have rejected it or she could have accepted it. 
uh, on another one, I was invited on another podcast and this lady, I was telling that story and she says, you know, she says, my dad, I had the greatest dad in the world. She said, but sometimes he would say, gosh, you're looking kind of muscly. You've been working out a lot. Gosh, you're looking kind of big. And in her mind, she would say, oh my gosh, I'm getting too big. You know, I'm, I'm working out too much and I'm not skinny enough. And she, she's, it was all in good intention from my dad, yeah. but in her mind, it was a body image issue. And, mm -hmm. and that was a subconscious driver for her behavior of, you know, wanting to look this way and all sorts of other sort of things. So learn behavior is the second one. Yeah. Third one is inherited. You and I, we get stuff from mom and dad. Mm -hmm. All of us do. Some of it's good. Some of it's not so good, right? There was a study done by uh, Rachel Yehuda out of uh, University of Jerusalem, I believe, on Holocaust survivors, the children of Holocaust survivors. She found that the children of Holocaust survivors who had been through a concentration camp after they had come out and they had rehabilitated and they, they had children, those children had a much higher natural cortisol level, a stress response, uh, than the other Jewish children whose parents had not been through the Holocaust. Mm. So the circumstances had actually been passed down into a generation so that these children were a little more anxious. Um, they had a more propensity to for stress and not to handle as, as much. So those sort of things we can inherit that makes, that's why you and I look at an individual and we may say, well, dad was an alcoholic, grandpa was an alcoholic, and he's an alcoholic too. You mm -hmm. know, there are some things that actually are, can be passed through the genes. I think but, they've um, actually proven that, that there's an actual like gene that predisposes someone to have sort of a, an addictive personality. No doubt. No doubt. And that can be applied to any sort of biological or mental psychological thing. Mom's mm -hmm. got anxiety. Grandma had psychological problems. Well, I have, I have depression naturally, you know, someone might say. But on the flip side, yes, we can inherit those things from our parents. But that gives us the opportunity to change the narrative so that what we pass down is different, mm -hmm. right? Think of, a, think of a, an individual who goes through a very difficult circumstance. Um, maybe it was a, you know, he was, maybe he was an orphan, right? But he mm -hmm. overcomes this stuff. He's able to forgive. He's able to move on. He passes on a gene of resilience to his children mm -hmm. that they are naturally able to get over things, overcome things and, and accomplish things that other people, you know, when you look at that guy, man, how does he do it? Right. You know, he just, you know, he's just got that ability to just, you know, he can just take on the world. Maybe he is the benefit of that resilience sort of gene that was developed by his parents. Mm. So that's the third thing that creates these subconscious patterns of belief. Good, bad are inherited sort of things. So that just gives you a little overview. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my mom's side of the family, it, there, uh, there's a lot of people that are are obese, like overweight. Uh, I, I I got divorced ten years ago now, and when I was when I got divorced, I was I was about 
50 pounds overweight, you know, and in and, and the, the mindset in the, my mom's side of the family is, you know, that's, that's just how everybody is. You know, we gain weight really easily. And, uh, you know, there's a, there diabetes runs in the family. And now I, I joke with my mom, I go, mom, diabetes doesn't run in the family. It's just that nobody runs in the family, you know, like I, it's, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not overweight anymore because I actually go out and exercise, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing how that works. And that's, and those behaviors, it's very, very in the science now that, um, that's the science of epigenetics is no, you can't change your genetics. You inherited those, but epigenetics shows that the way you, uh, eat, the way you exercise, the way you think can turn on and turn off genes. Mm -hmm. And so that you can actually pass on to your and your progenity, the good genes, the ability to break that cycle and to be something that you were the one that broke that. Mm -hmm. I hope so. I hope that's how it works. <laughs> um, all right. It's, so this also is supposed to help with uh, other like addictions like alcohol, food, sex, drugs, gambling as well. Right. So same, same kind of idea, just same uh, kind of idea. If it's a psychological thing that needs to be addressed, um, it gives the, the person the ability to kind of see things a little bit differently. Um, you know, I had a, uh, I had a patient who, uh, he had a sex addiction and mm. he had, you know, he was a big time player, really handsome guy and um, could get any lady that he want. And one day he just told me, I mean, he was on the verge of suicide because he was like, this is, I have all these problems. And he did say something. He says, it's, he always felt like, he says, I just don't feel loved. So he would tell me things, you know, I just, I love you, Nick. You know, I really appreciate, you know, I love you. And I love, you know, this guy and that guy. Really, he's projecting what he's not feeling. Mm. Wants somebody. And he says, my dad just pretty much abandoned me. And I never have felt that love. And so what's the psychological underpinnings of a sexual addiction is, in his case, was, He's trying to find love. Yeah, there's probably some physical things there, but we know that going to such a, a tailspin is not is not healthy. Mm -hmm. And for him, it was it made him feel loved. Have you ever read the book The Game by Neil Strauss? I have not. Okay, that's a fascinating book because it's about it's about pickup artists, right? In the early two thousands, and it's. It, it, the the funniest thing about that book is that it, it goes through, it talks about what these guys are all learning, what they're all going out and practicing. They, they're starting businesses to teach other guys how to do this. You know, they're going out, they're hooking up with different girls every weekend and they end up moving into this house. And uh, I think they called it project Hollywood or something like that. And they moved into this house and uh, they were all just mentally messed up. They all just got into like deep depressions. They all started getting into drugs and stuff because they were constantly chasing after new, new women. It was almost like, uh, you know, that dopamine rush of, of the, the thrill of the chase. And then once they got it, it was like, you know, they would come, they would come crashing down, but they all ended up wanting something more deeper and meaningful, you know, which I, I always thought was fascinating. Cause there's always, there's a bunch of guys in the space too, that sort of, think that they want to be permanent plate spinners forever. And Hey, maybe you do, but uh, I think a majority of guys don't and they end up 
feeling you know un unhappy and unfulfilled at the end of the day so sounds like what happened with uh with with your client there right and that's i i think any sort of addiction you take it drugs you take it sex alcohol um in the end it's it's abusive it's abusive mm -hmm. to the to the mind the body physically emotionally that's why those people end up having serious problems psychological problems emotional problems and then it'll eventually manifest in things physically um so yeah i mean it just it sometimes it takes people a little longer to figure that out than others right <laughs> yeah. they got to go out and try that and then it might take a long time before they realize hey you know this this really ain't working for me in the long run yeah so let me ask you, so so rubimed does it come with um i don't know like different versions of it so like okay this this bottle is good for gambling addiction like this bottle right. is good for trauma release i don't know is, yeah. is that or is it one size fits all type thing no um there's 28 different remedies okay i'll okay. give you a little give a little history how it was created so it was a german medical doctor uh, he was using something called, he had a basically a female patient base and he was using something called Bach flower remedies. Now, most of us, if we've been in the natural world, we'll go to sprouts or any natural market, you'll find Bach flower remedies in there. They're essentially diluted versions of flowers. So they can, the women love them because they can help them calm down. They can make them feel good. And this doctor said, I was getting great results. It was great for business because these women would go about three or four months, but then they would always come back. Like it seemed like it would help them, but there was always deeper issues. He says, I couldn't actually get to. Mm. So I sort of went on a little bit of a quest, he said, and I started testing all the old homeopathic substances, you know, different plant roots, different insects, different, all these different things. And he came up with 28 unique combinations. And, uh, Eventually, uh, it he said it started working tremendously well. We got onto a program equivalent of Oprah in Germany, and he says it just spread like wildfire all over Europe. But there, there are some remedies like I gave you. Uh, M Vita number eight has to do with isolation. You know, we have um, M Vita eighteen, which has to do with not speaking one's voice, where maybe you just you just say okay, whatever, and you just clamp down, right? There's some that are for feelings of being more materialistic, for example. Um, they all have different themes. So when a person wants to go through the program, we test to find out which combinations are best to deal with which their particular subconscious beliefs that they're dealing with. And they'll go through maybe three months on, you know, this particular one that has to do with, you know, not feeling loved. And then like an onion, we sort of peel down these deeper layers until we kind of resolve a lot of this subconscious programming. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you that next then. So, so it's, it's homeopathic. So it's not like you need a prescription for this, but you guys offer it as a, a program through a, through a larger program, I guess. Yeah. So we have a program. We like to people on this for a year because that's, we know that we're going to get the best results. The study was published in the Swiss holistic medicine journal um, where they took uh, over a thousand patients that in 80, they had the, the patient, it was self-ranked and it was, it was a 13 month study. 
And the patient at the end of the 13 months could rank the therapy as being good or excellent, good, satisfactory, or not good. And 86.6% of the patients after a year, so, you know, placebo is great with 30 days, right? But mm -hmm. after a year of therapy, a thousand of those patients ranked 86.6 ranked it as excellent, good, or satisfactory. So it's part of our program that we like people to come in. Um, we usually see them four times, uh, four or five times over the course of that year. Each time we see them, we change those remedies. Um, and we just let the body and the remedies do their work. If someone wants to call up and say, hey, I need to discuss some things that are happening or how I'm feeling. Sure, we schedule that. Um, and we just take you through a scenario where we, like I said, we want to bring you to the next level. You know, bring what you've got, bring all your yoga, your ayahuasca, you know, your, your, uh, you know, all your, your law of attraction stuff, your meditation. Let's just see if we can't take all those things you're doing and make them better. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. So you, uh, you guys don't just sell it off the shelf by itself. It's, it, you have to do it as a part of this program. Right. Because it's typically we sell it only to practitioners and then the oh, okay. practitioners will then, you know, cause there's a testing process that's involved to find out which remedies are, are of use are going to be the most particular. Otherwise I could give you one that may not be your issue and you get no result. Sure. So we sell, we sell to medical doctors, uh, chiropractors, acupuncturists, some health coaches, you know, mm. and then we do trainings across the U S and then we say, go take it to your patients. Mm, got it. Okay. Take it to your so, clients. So, okay. This is a, this is actually probably a good segue for this then. So if someone wanted to find someone uh, that offered this as a, as a solution in their area, how do they go about doing that? Right. So our website's probably the best place to go. It's at Privia Natural. That's P-R-I-V-I-A Naturals with an S. Privynaturals.com. There's a big button right in the front that says, we want to hear your story. You can book a free call, you know, and talk with us. Um, we want to hear your story, what you're going through, what you've tried and, uh, and show you what we, what we can do for you. Uh, we have, we can do it online or we may have a practitioner in your area. You could go and see as well. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask that. Like what if, cause I highly doubt that there's, there's a practitioner in the Delta County area of Colorado that, that <laughs> does this sort of thing. In fact, I don't think there's any kind of, you know, homeopathic, you know, well, maybe, yeah, maybe out in, uh, out in Peonia, it's kind of a hippy dippy town. They probably have somebody out there, but <laughs> right. Right. So, but you can do it, but you offer it online as well. Yep. We just do a zoom call like this and we do a special way of doing some muscle testing to figure out which ones the person would need. And then we just ship them to them. Got it. Okay. And they're, they're very easy to take. Um, they come in little dropper bottles, right? And uh, you just you get two at a time. So you take 12 drops, put it in about six ounces of water. Another 12 drops, put it in about six ounces of water. You drink the water twice a day. So you don't have to see a therapist. You don't have to, you know, bear your soul to someone. You just have to kind of sit back. You have to be patient, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like a, you know, a life-changing event in two weeks. Just let this stuff kind of do its thing and you'll start to notice, hey, there's some, I'm feeling really different about this. Or people will tell you, hey, what are you doing different? Or, mm -hmm. you know, so these, you'll, you'll notice that your way of thinking will start to change. Got it. Got it. 
Nick, this has uh, been a, a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate it. That's pretty much all I have. Um, so I'll go ahead and post a link to uh, PriviaNaturals.com. Is that right? Yep. I'll post a link to that in the description. Uh, do you have any social media you want to share? You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Um, we're not as active in those areas. Okay. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, I'll link to those as well. Uh, that's all I got. Thank you so much. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Nick, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Very interesting conversation. Interesting. Uh, I, I guess it's, you know, liquid um, supplement or whatever. You can't really, maybe it's uh, alternative medicine. I guess we can call it alternative medicine, Ruby Med. Anyways, if you guys think that could check you out, uh, check out his website, uh, privianaturals.com. Find a local distributor that can that can help you out with that. Check that out. Otherwise, that's pretty much all I have this week, guys. If you haven't done so already, like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Get your 20 dating app openers for free in a PDF format. And then uh, I will send you some stickers. Stickers as a bonus. If you guys like these designs, they're available as merch as well at merch.comeonmanpod.com. There's also some other designs that aren't available as stickers, but like this one, girl, you know I'm a bad boy. That one's available in the merch store. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, guys. Practical Law of Attraction course, you know, a lot of what we talked about today, releasing that kind of trauma, it, it all comes down to reprogramming your paradigm, right? And that's what my course is about loa.comeonmanpod.com. I'll teach you ways that you can deal with this stuff yourself, right? Very actionable ways that you can deal with this stuff yourself. So check that out. The, the link's in the description for that. Otherwise, go to loa.comeonmanpod.com. Check out the beer club, beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's just a, it's a group of like-minded dudes, right? We have a private telegram group. It's, it's pretty active. Guys are sounding off in there all the time. I have yet to have a guy go in there and talk about dating per se. Right. The last message I got, one of the guys was talking about how he just sold his house and he's he's moving out of Utah. You know, like <laughs> cool, man. You know, but it's just like it's guys where they can go and they just talk about like-minded guys, right? And then we meet up once a month, have some beers, talk about guy stuff. It's a great, great outlet for guys, right? Most guys don't have that. So check that out. Beer.comeonmanpod.com. It supports the podcast. It's only 10 bucks a month. And then uh, coaching is also available. If you go to gumroad.comeonmanpod.com, all my offerings are there, but I do have uh, coaching available. And uh, there's two levels of coaching available there. Uh, so whatever one works best for you, uh, but you'll work, be working with me directly no matter what you do. And then, uh, you know, if there's just, you, you just have a question that can be answered in a video, there's a, an option there where you can sponsor a video as well. So check that out. That's all I have for this episode, guys. We will see you guys on Wednesday for the live stream. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.